This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha, and welcome back to Retirement Paradise. This is Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. If you haven't subscribed to our show yet, please go to retirementparadiseradio.com and hit subscribe. That way you will be updated on all our new shows. And happy new year, everybody. Tony Shore, welcome to the show again. It's a new year. It's uh, our first show of 2019. Wow, it feels good. We made it. I love it. (laughs) And it's great to be on the air. And uh, 2019 is going to be a good year. I just know it. And I'm excited. Uh, I had a great holiday a couple of weeks with my family. And uh, you and I even got together at a, at a business meeting. Uh, we went to a big conference uh, and uh, learned some more about finances uh, from yourself and other folks there. That was great. But yeah, I've been super busy. How about you? How have you been? Oh, that was great. Yeah, we had a good time. Um, our money managers and friends hosting that uh, event. We learned a lot. Can't wait to bring it back to my clients and get off to a great 2019. And uh, Tony, what better way to start off 2019? Everyone talks about New Year's resolutions and moving forward. Um, so I wanted to talk about retirement conversations uh, specifically for for couples. Oh, that sounds great. That sounds like a great topic. Uh, I'll have to have my life, uh, my wife listen to this show with me, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, communication is key to, to any relationship, but it might, it's probably especially critical in, in a marriage. And this might not be the funnest, uh, you know, most fun subject to talk about, but let's uh, utilize this Barron's article that I dug up from last month, uh, December 2018. This one's titled, Five Retirement Issues Couples Need to Talk About Now. Uh, and some other resources um, to talk about for retirement couples today. Okay. I'm thinking, the more I think about it, though, this could be a stressful situation. <laughs> yeah, um, it could be. But it's better to have, you know, an awkward or or stressful conversation now than have to deal with potentially harmful consequences later. Um, so take of the issues raised in the Barons.com article. Um, Social Security is one of them, when to file for benefits. And we talk about Social Security a lot on the show, and Barron's actually mentioned about that extra benefit that's available if you delay uh, past your full retirement age, and that's an 8% increase in benefits uh, each year. Um, So when to file Social Security is probably one of the most common questions I get asked, and it's definitely an issue to discuss with your spouse. But it's especially true if there's a large difference in the earnings history. So why is an earnings history important? Explain that. Well, Tony, the spouse that has the the higher earnings history will also leave behind a higher survivor benefit. Uh, when people usually bring paper to pen and determine when to file their Social Security, a lot of times they they only think about how long they're going to be receiving it. But you have to consider how long the last surviving spouse is going to be receiving it. So the larger benefit 
really helps offset some of the loss of income um, that comes from moving from two social security checks to just one. Um, now I know I've just added death into this already stressful conversation, yeah. but it only serves to underscore the importance of this discussion. It really can um, impact your spouse after you've moved on. Well, yeah, nobody wants to leave their spouse in a bad situation or their family. And I can see how this is really important to talk about, even if it's uncomfortable. Uh, my fingers are crossed that the next one is a little more comfy. Well, um, I guess it all depends on your point of view, but another retirement conversation that couples should have uh, is, of course, exactly when uh, to retire. Oh, yeah. So this is especially true if there's if there's an age gap between the two spouses. So this may seem counterintuitive, but I found this interesting in the in the Barron's article that couples with a large age gap are actually more likely to retire at the same time. So I, I found that interesting, and that can have some consequences for the younger spouse. That's an interesting statistic. Um, but I suppose the younger spouse will have to plan then for a longer retirement and come up with more money to cover it, right? Yep, that's exactly right. You hit the nail on the head there. Um, the younger member, so let's say a couple, um, the younger is 55 and the older is 65, and they both retire when the older is 65. That means the younger member of the couple will need probably 40 or so uh, years of retirement income. In fact, an additional source uh, that I dug up from the Wall Street Journal, this one was entitled, Why You Shouldn't Retire When Your Spouse Does, breaks down that, that staging your retirement ages might actually be financially beneficial. Yeah. Yeah, I can see how spreading them out might be beneficial then. What are some of the benefits of staggering retirement dates? Well, there are, there are a number of potential financial incentives. Um, so from one, a higher social security check, to lower health insurance premiums, uh, to potential protection against market volatility, with months or years also of additional earnings and contributions to the retirement accounts. So there's a lot of advantages really that add up by well, breaking up those dates. Well, yeah, a big one you just mentioned, health insurance is a big one because it's getting so costly. And actually my neighbors are in this exact situation. He's 66, still working, but she's only like 54 maybe. Um, and mm -hmm. so... Uh, the problem is, is that he gets really good health benefits through his work that covers her. Well, he now he's on Medicare, and uh, he also gets some health care supplemented from his job still. But he's retiring. But if he retires, uh, she actually doesn't work, so <laughs> she's unable to. They they'd have to pay an exorbitant amount for health insurance for her because she won't be eligible for another you know, 11 years for health insurance and she won't be covered on his employer's insurance. Yeah. So, and you, you would, you would see that happening a lot, but that's why I found it interesting that statistically with those age gaps, they retire at the same time. <laughs> yeah, that's odd. Well, Greg, I think this is a great discussion so far, but uh, let's take a minute here. I'm sure our listeners might have questions or uh, want to get a plan in place. A, a lot of couples out there and even singles who might be hearing things they want to talk about. Uh, how can they get a hold of you and set up that complimentary consultation? Yeah, if anybody's interested in learning a little bit more about today's show or any of the topics that we discuss, please give us a call at 791-2924. You can also visit my website at the 
rogroup.org. All right. That sounds great. Now, it, our topic today is retirement conversations for couples. Greg, what's the next topic on our list for couples to discuss? Um, partial retirements are actually becoming more common. And some retired individuals use this as a way to stay active and kind of transition into the retirement phase and also to add some last minute additional savings or to cover an income gap while they wait for their social security benefit filing so they can get that extra bump up. If a retiree hasn't worked for at least 35 years, it's important to note that you might want to continue working even part time because any years that don't include work will be reported as a zero. Um, everyone is 35 years of earnings history. So if you've got 30, having those extra five years um, can dramatically uh, reduce your average, or actually rather increase your average uh, social security. Yeah. So you want to try to make sure you've had at least 35 years of work experience. Of course, that can include part-time, but the more full-time years of work experience you have, uh, the bigger that social security check is going to be. Now, uh, what about health care? How does that impact uh, continuing to work? Yeah. So you, you mentioned your neighbors and the cost of health care yep. um, and that gap. So um, I had an example here. So if one of the spouses is under 65, they're not yet able to qualify for Medicare. So, uh, so continuing to work could help them maintain their health coverage. So it may be possible to reduce your hours, maybe go on a part-time basis, depending on you know what your employer's rules are for your health coverage. But if you can cut down your hours and still maintain your health coverage, this really provides a nice bridge uh, till you can reach Medicare age. Um, healthcare is often a major discussion for couple for couples. And so this may include things from a legacy plan, um, a record of your important accounts, legal documents like wills, powers of attorney, um, and if applicable, um, a do not resuscitate or the, what they call the DNR directive, your your living will. Sure. So legacy planning as a part of, uh, you know, your continuing health care is also important or your plan especially for couples, uh, especially if you have kids too. Uh, do you have any tools or cheat sheets that you use at the Retirement Optimization Group for people? Yes, um, we provide the From the Heart Journal. And uh, this is a journal. It's a really good tool for clients to compile all their important financial information into one place. And so once you complete this, this journal will provide critical information about dependent children, insurance policies, uh, important document locations, uh, funeral, burial wishes. And at the retirement optimization group, we also work with, um, we could work with your attorneys or we could refer you to an attorney if you need this done. Um, it's really important to get organized. It makes things a lot easier for your family. And if any of our listeners don't have this yet and are interested in it, please contact me and I'll be sure to get you this journal uh, to help you get organized. Well, it sounds like the From the Heart Journal is a really valuable resource for an important conversation with couples, right? Yeah, tools and resources can really help keep the conversation on track. Uh, in fact, that's a good segue to our next retirement conversation for couples. Um, the resource or tool that we are using is another article from Barron's.com, and this one was titled, uh, Retirees are happier 
when they don't relocate. That's another one that surprises me, honestly. Um, so uh, I guess the next topic is about relocation then. Yeah, so the topic is simply where will you live? So on the mainland, we, we hear the stereotypical um, retirees going to Florida you know, or, or Arizona. And in fact, that ties into this Barron's article. Um, in 2016, which is the most recent year that this data was available, uh, more than 84,000 people um, on the mainland retired to Florida. Uh, now, here in the Aloha State, I have a handful of clients that retire to the mainland to be closer to their family and then pocket um, some additional change. Mm, I see. So people are actually, sometimes people retire to the mainland, uh, but I would imagine people uh, retire right here in Hawaii, or I know uh, I know some folks have retired in Las Vegas, so... Uh, I guess it's different uh, for Hawaii than it may be some of the states in the mainland, right? Yeah. Yeah. In the mainland, you hear about the um, retiring to Florida, sunshine shorts, pink flamingos on the lawn. Um, yeah. But here's a, here's a surprise twist. Um, according to uh, a recent report, those retirees might actually have been happier if they hadn't moved to that land of sunshine and the pink flamingos. Huh. Because huh, I've always wanted, I've always like, oh, I can't wait to relocate, but maybe, maybe I shouldn't, uh, uh, you know, and then of course uh, my wife and I, I think we're excited to make a move once the kids are gone. We'll have to dive into that a little bit. Why, uh, if you move, you might not be as happy, but uh, and before that, let's get your phone number once again for those listeners out there who may have questions or might want to set up a complimentary consultation to get their retirement plan in place. Yeah, absolutely. Again, any questions you have um, during the podcast, give us a call 791-2924. I do offer complimentary, uh, no obligation consultations so we can see if your retirement's um, on track. All right. That sounds great. Now, uh, we're talking about, you mentioned retirees are happier when they don't relocate. Uh, that's what some studies have shown in that article from Barron's uh, recently. Uh, showed that. And that that's a twist. That caught me off guard. I mean, you always hear people saying, oh, it's great in Florida or, oh, I can't wait to move to Las Vegas, you know, uh, somewhere, you know, where they like the weather or famous locales or destinations. You'd think people would be thrilled with relocating. Yeah, um, it is surprising. And I dug up this as a, a According to, okay, this National Bureau of Economic Research um, done by three researchers in a working paper, and this paper is titled Happiness at Different Ages, the Social Context Matters. And this found that long-term city residents had a higher level of life satisfaction than short-term city residents. And the difference in satisfaction level was most notable among those 65 years and older. Huh. Well, that would kind of reinforce that uh, retirees are happier when they don't relocate. And people who relocate to a new city uh, in their retirement uh, aren't as happy. I mean, so maybe not relocating may be the thing to do because you might be more satisfied with life uh, than if you relocate to the sunshine state with the flamingos, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think really what it boils down to is living in one area, you know, for a long period of time, results in stronger community connections, involvement, lifetime friends. And this is especially true locally uh, for us who you know, were born and raised here. 
Um, so in spite of monetary advantages of maybe relocating to the mainland or, you know, even your, your pink flamingos on the yard, um, it, it may take up to 10 years in a new place to really, oh. truly feel like home. Sure. And and we know, um, I know many locals here that have moved to Las Vegas. You mentioned the, the Ninth Island. <laughs> and uh, yep. I know some of them have regretted it after they have moved there mm-hmm. because, you know, if you sell your home here, you go to Vegas, buy the new home it's really hard to come back home. So you got to be really careful about that. So I thought that's why that statistic is people are more happy when they don't relocate. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that makes sense that, you know, those community connections are more powerful than the bird statues on the lawn. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, Another topic that's important to discuss um, before retirement is how the couples will spend their time. And it can be a large adjustment for some couples who both had worked full-time jobs and now suddenly find themselves together staring at each other without a a routine in place. Um, And ultimately it means more time together. So how will these routines work? What time will be set aside for personal pursuits and what time will be spent uh, for pursuits to together? And it's really important for couples to discuss how they're going to adapt these new routines and roles that may drastically be different than what their working lives were like. Well, yeah, and we just experienced an example of that. I mean, uh, I know what a challenge it can be during the holidays when suddenly everybody's at home and and maybe getting in each other's way. It it can be chaos. Yeah, exactly. And then that's basically in retirement, it's permanent holidays. (laughs) So... (laughs) Planning, um, communication, and compromise are are helpful in avoiding potential chaos. So planning is also very important for our last topic uh, for today, which is long-term care. Now, again, this is probably another uncomfortable topic to tackle, um, but according to an article in the Washington Post from last November, this one was titled The Price of Living Longer. You could pay 100,000 plus a year for nursing home care, Healthcare costs are likely to be a huge expense in retirement, and every state is required to publish each year what their average costs of long-term care was. And here in Hawaii, it was over ten thousand a month. Wow, it, more than a hundred thousand dollars a year. Uh, that would be a big impact on anybody's budget. Yeah, and, and it's quite possible that prices are going to continue to rise. So when we think of 10,000 a month now, and if you're 65, you probably won't need long-term care for 20 plus years at least, right? So what's that 100,000 a year going to be, you know, in 20 years from now? And according to the writer of that article, um, and I'll quote here, the annual median cost of long-term care support services increased an average of 3% from 2017 to 2018, and some care categories rising two to three times the 2.1% inflation rate. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's, so, I mean, that's huge. Yeah, with, with increases in that range, you can see how long, um, how much long-term care is is a really important conversation for couples to have uh, when nearing retirement. It's it, Like you said, that kind of money is going to wipe out any budget. Oh, yeah. Well, you've talked about a lot of different issues today for couples to discuss before retirement. It's been a good one. Yeah, from long-term care to where to live to how to uh, reorganize your schedules, your roles and responsibilities. Um, 
all these things are very important and couples need to discuss uh, clearly before retirement. Um, Great time for New Year's resolution. Couples get together, discuss um, some of these goals. Uh, We have some helpful tools available for you, like the color of money. Um, risk analysis you can take on our website and also as previously mentioned the from the heart journal uh, that can help you organize these things and promote these conversations yeah i think that's huge well as usual the time flew by we're out of time for today's show is there anything else you want to add before we go I just want to wish everybody a happy new year. And if again, if anybody has any questions on today's topics or other topics, please feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. Visit my website for more information at therogroup.org. And if you're not following the Retirement Optimization Group on Facebook, um, I please encourage you to do so, and I'd be very grateful. All right. That sounds great. What's that phone number our listeners can call if they want to set up that complimentary consultation with you once again? 791-2924. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Aloha, everybody. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.